I'm Jess. Hi, I'm Heidi. We have 30 years combined experience in the beauty industry that we want to share with you. We want to help you build a strong foundation for a better beauty business. Everybody. Hello, how are you? I'm doing good. You good? good? Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. good. I hope everyone's doing good out there. Well, I hope so. It's a nice day for us here, finally. Yeah, just today, though. Maybe tomorrow. Well, it's supposed to snow tomorrow. No, no. Like 60s, high 60s tomorrow. And oh, then, then it snows. snows. That's right. It has to get really nice first. Right, right. Because we really want to like get into that mode of, <laughs> yes, I can be outside. And then the next day we wake up and we're like, oh, where's my sweater? <laughs> Darn it. So today I think we're going to talk about, and it probably will be a fairly short podcast because these are all things that you should know how to do anyway. Right. And we should um, really have just titled it how to be a decent human working around other decent humans. Exactly. But we're going to talk about it anyway. Well, because there is going to be times when even though you might be a decent human, the person you work next to isn't is kind of a terrible, terrible co-worker. Yes. So um, the topic really is like working with others. Yes. Um, because most of the time, you're going to be working with someone else in the salon. Well, and we'll say it over and over and over again. We actually highly recommend working with at least one other person. Yeah. Because you build um, your knowledge and... Well, and if you're not your skill, if you're not doing the same thing, like we right. don't do the same thing. No, but we have but built we, our business knowledge by bouncing ideas off of each yeah. other. And, and, that's and been not great. only that, but it's been helpful because I get I get some of your clients, you get some of my clients. Like, well, and you know what's really helpful too is I don't have to be the one who always cleans, and you don't have to be the one who always cleans. And we're back yeah. after that short phone call. It's <laughs> very weird. <laughs> Anyways. I think, yeah, working with others is a, I, it's really, you should do it for a while anyway. It's, I think it's very beneficial and honestly, it's less lonely. Yeah. Because. Yeah. I mean, this, you may have clients, but when you have a break, like it's boring. Well, and honestly, I just like the idea that I have someone to bounce ideas off of, or mm-hmm. I'm like, Hey, Heidi, my, I don't know this, but my client just asked me this. And even if it just has to do with in town, yeah. not just even you know, like salon-related hey, stuff. Right, like, hey, do you know where this place is in town? Yeah, or have you heard about a place that does windshields, blah, 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 and oh, yeah, or her client will be like, oh, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice to have a little bit of movement in your salon. Well, and I think it makes it nicer for your clients because it's it feels more relaxed. Yes, because there's a little coming in and out, you know, of people getting to chat, and they get to meet other people, and, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of nice. I mean, some clients absolutely love the the hustle and bustle of a really big salon, but we don't live in New York. No, no. New York, that's what they're used to. Yeah. We are not, and we like the fact that it's pretty mellow, but it's but nice it's also, to be. Yeah. It's also nice to have, like, when, because I can have a client, and we can be talking, and Jess can come out of her room and be like, oh, yeah, I heard about that. And so then it becomes like a comfortable conversation with friends yes. instead of like this weird, you have to entertain your client kind of thing. Right, right. So, you know, that's really nice. But then it does come down to which these are all discussions Heidi and I have had. Mm-hmm. Um, who's cleaning the shop? Right. Like, what is the etiquette? Yep. 
And so I'm going to throw this out here. I know it sounds kind of silly, ladies and gentlemen, but the golden rule. I think it's highly important. Yes. You know, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. And that's the golden rule. If you are trying to build a brand for yourself, make sure you're helping other people too around because people aren't going to want to come into a salon that like even three or four of you or two of you work at Mm -hmm. and you are trying to do all these things, but everyone around you is Is, not a terrible person. it just makes everything look bad. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but if they come in and they're like, oh my God, everyone in here is so nice and they all help each other. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, you guys are such, you're really good and you work together as a team. Yeah, They see that, they mm-hmm. like that and it makes you want to come to work. Well, and it makes your clients want to come in and see yes. you. It makes them not forget their appointments right. or, you know, whatever, because they feel like they're walking in to visit with a group of friends, yeah. not they're just... Like, everyone's laughing. The place is always super clean. Mm-hmm. You know, they answer the phone so nice. Yeah. And just decent human interactions, yeah. really, is what it comes down to. Yeah. Not when you answer the phone, hello. Yeah. So now you're inconvenienced that someone called and wanted to give you money. Exactly. For your amazing services. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that all comes with like you don't you don't bring your bad day you don't bring your bad home life to no. work. And sometimes you're just going to. Yeah. Because you, everybody does. But but your state of mind is yeah. on you. Well, and you know, I'll have a bad morning or whatever and I walk in and my clients will be like, oh, you're a little rushed. I'm like, give me five minutes and I'm good. I go in the back. I kind of set myself up. I take some deep breaths and I come out and I'm at work. Right. You change your state of mind. Yep. So you know. I think that's a thing, a big thing. So um, etiquette, really. It le- if we go through some of the etiquette. Yes. So um, let's say you work, you're a hairdresser. You work with several other hairdressers and... Uh, you're the only hairdresser in there that day, or you're the only, you came in early to do someone, and so you're the only person, but you ran out of hairspray. Right. So you should have conversations with the people who work around you, like, hey, you know what, if I ran out of this, can I just borrow yours for a second right. as long as I put it back? And, right. You know, or I re- I'll replace it or right. whatever. But do not just go to someone else's station and take whatever you want off their station, use it and put it back. Right. That is absolutely rude. Right. Not only that, it is theft. Yes. But if you've had the conversation, when you get in there and the person next to you, or, you know, you should turn into being colleagues. A lot of salons do not work like this. You booth rent, this is your stuff, this is their stuff. Make sure then you have a couple people that... And hopefully you can make it to where the salon is all pretty great. Yeah. But that the conversations are being had and even with the owner and everything. So people go, hey, if I do run out, can I borrow this ahead of time? Not not yeah. knowing that you're going to, you know, you're pl- never planning on running out. No. But if you open up one day and go, oh, my God, I'm out of this one color. And you're like, oh, she has one. Maybe use it, call that person and say, hey, I'm going to use this. It's your last one. Do you need it? Just replace it. But if they're like, yes, I have a client coming in, then you're like, okay, well, then that's, you know, that's not their fault. No. That's on you. Yeah. But don't take theirs so that they come in and they're not prepared. Exactly. Make the phone call. Hey, 
You know, do you mind if I use this? Oh, yeah, I don't have anyone coming in. I'll replace it after work. You'll have a new one. Right. It's just common courtesy. You don't want someone walking in your closet and stealing your favorite jeans. Right. And then you see them two weeks later and you're like, are those mine? And they're like, oh, yeah, you don't wear them. Exactly. You're like, what? What? Yeah. Like, still not yours. I'm willing to give you anything, but I don't want you to steal from me. Right. Well, and like, here's an example, because this actually happened to me. It was not cool. But um, I, in my table, I used to have a, um, it's like a vent, it's a vacuum for nail dust. And in between each client, the state law is that you have to vacuum it out or clean it out. Right. And so I had this like little shark handheld vacuum. Mm -hmm. And one day I came into work and the owner of the salon, and I was just booth renting, but the owner of the the salon is like, Oh, so, hey, I used your vacuum, your handheld vacuum yesterday, and I think I broke it. And I'm like, what? Right. So she did not have permission to use my handheld vacuum, although I I wouldn't have really cared. But if you broke it. Did she replace it? Well, so. Eventually. Well, what actually, what then actually happened was, is I opened up the vacuum. She had sucked up all these like giant leaves oh. <laughs> with a handheld vacuum. And so they were like jammed in there. Right. And I, you know, like, so she just didn't open it up and try to get everything cleaned out. Right. So I cleaned it out and it worked okay. But I was just like, my whole thought process on that was, you were pretty sure you broke my vacuum and a new one wasn't sitting on my table. Right. Like what? Because sometimes you're going to, you know, use something that's like a handheld vacuum and be like, oh, I'm going to just, you know, a whole bunch of glitter just fell on the floor. Let me clean it up. That's not a huge deal. But if you break it, call that person, be like, hey, I think I broke this. I'm going to go get you a new one. Yeah, I'm going to And if they're like, wait, 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 let me just, this has happened before. I'll look at it in the morning. No big deal. If it is broken, you can replace it. Yeah. Have the conversations. Don't do it over text. You know, well, call I, them. I mean, you I mean, can if you, you have can, that kind of relationship. If you have that kind of relationship. But don't just be like, hey, broke your vacuum. Yeah. What? And, and at that time, like, her and I were not good friends. Mm. And so, um, like, we weren't unpleasant with one another. But I was just kind of like, why wouldn't you just right. let me know that? Right. Because I'm coming to work and I have to vacuum out my vent right. every, I have to have it yeah. to work. And so you're telling me... You broke my vacuum, but you're not, you didn't buy me a new one last night and put it on my table so that I had a vacuum for today. Right. So, um, and that was, you know, I did have that conversation with her and there was, you know, that's, that's a conflict resolution kind of deal. Like I was just like, well, you know what, next time, could you please let me know you're going to use my vacuum? And if something happens to it, could you let me know so that I can be prepared? Like I can bring my handheld from home or, you know, because that is the courtesy that you give someone else. Yeah, you just have to ask people. Most people will say, heck yeah, go for it. Yeah. You know, Heidi will be like, hey, I need some gloves. I'm doing blah, blah, blah. I'm like, there's a box in there. Just take them. But it's because she asked. She wouldn't yeah. just go take it. No. I mean, at this point, we've been, you know, basically oh, work, we, yeah, work we, wives for 15 years. <laughs> <yeah>. So, <laughs> you know, at this point, she knows that I've already given my consent. She right. can do... But there are but she would never take the last box. No. And there are there are things that I would still make a point to ask about. Absolutely. Like I um do not I will not just like 
walk in to your room and be like, oh. I'm going to wax myself. Yeah, I'm just going to use some wax. Right. You know, because I don't actually know what I'm doing. <laughs> but you just don't, you do not walk into a waxer's room and just no. start using their shit. That would be like her sitting down at my table and yeah, be like, like, hey, I'm going to just paint all this and throw some glitter around and right. I, what's this? And mixing yeah. it together just because I felt like it. Right. It's not cool. No. Not cool. no. So these are the, you know, you have to have these, these conversations with people right. and then you need to respect their privacy. Right. Okay. Because some people are weird about someone touching their tools or well, and some people have like a drawer that they keep all their paperwork and stuff in and maybe they keep an extra book of checks or something in that maybe they shouldn't keep it at work but you know nothing huge but regardless it's none of your business but it's none of your business that should be theirs they should be able to keep it whatever they want there yeah um and you just need to figure out how to have these conversations some of them will be hard, but some of them won't. So, and really, for the most part, you should be able to, even if that person's not a very nice person, right. you should be able to be like, you know, hey, just so you know, you know, if you if you ever need hairspray or whatever, you can use it as long as you just replace it. Right. Now, if they start abusing that, that's one thing. Right. And then you ha- that's another conversation. Right. Um, so, really, golden rule. Yes. Now... There is, there are some hard conversations that will have to be had, which is total conflict resolution. Right. It is those conversations when, let's say, I have a client and uh, my client swears like a sailor and you have a client who never uses a swear word and is completely offended. Yes. We then have to have a conversation with one another because I can't like look at her client and be like, suck it up, buttercup. Right. You know, like I got to be like, I can look at my client and be like, hey, you know, but it's a conversation like if I don't know that her client is offended. Right. Then I would not know to tell my client to tone it down. Right. And we have had to do that before where it's like, well, this person's coming in. And and she's really loud or yeah, really annoying. And, or, or just, you know, that they cuss a lot and they'll be like, and she'll be like, oh, okay, my one client. I'm like, who's the client who's coming in? Yeah. Because we try to make sure, not that it always can work that way, but that we don't well, leave if, them in the same space. Well, so that it's, that or that or when I have that person in, I can warn them. Yes. Or I can tell, like, if if it's my client who does something that is completely inappropriate, I can look at my client and be like, hey, you know, like, the client I have in, you know, like, Jess has a client today and that she really hates it when people swear. So if you could just, you know, like, maybe whisper the swear words so right. that she can't hear them. Right. Like, you know, like, I understand Because some part people of your don't language. even realize yeah. they're doing it because it's part of their language. Yeah. But you should be able to have those conversations with your clients. Right. But they, you know, you are going to sometimes have people that you work with who are not going to give a crap about right. you or your clients. No, they're like, this is my spot. I rent it. I'm going to do whatever I right. want. I, I paid for this spot. My clients can say whatever they want. Right. There need to be, you know, so you need to be able to politely have a conversation with that person and and let them know you know like hey you know right I you know my, my client is super uncomfortable you're if you're I, it's not cool if you're going to cost me money like right you know like there there has to be some give and take and right. that is you know and if if you're working with people who aren't willing to work with you know like work things out with you right. then it's probably time to go somewhere else right. 
But there should be those, you know, because you have, you'll have somebody who has kids that are insane. Like you had a lady when we were in her old space and she had these kids who like, you had to start closing the door to the back room where my stuff was because right. they would go. Well, but she stuff. also felt that it was a babysitting time. She would come and get her lashes done. Yeah. And she would, um, was like, my kids are fine. Well, no, they just ran around. The they floor. ran around. And so I would have to get up and chase them. So we started shutting all the doors. Well, then her daughter got into all the samples of the lipstick and I mm. made her pay for them all mm -hmm. because I had to reorder everything. Yeah. Well, so then the next time she called and said, hey, I'm bringing my daughter who was like two. Yeah. And she said, could you move everything out of her way so that she can't get into anything? And I said, absolutely not. I think it's best for her safety and so that I can get my job done in a timely manner, in a timely manner that you would like to have done because I'm not a babysitter. I'm right. trying to do lashes. Exactly. That um, I said, I just think it'd be best if you found a sitter for her. She chose to go somewhere else, which is fine yep. because I could not, for the safety of that child, have them running around. Well, and you need to understand there are boundaries and you yes. need to make them. Yes, and I have repeatedly, I have multiple clients who bring children. They will sit on the couch and watch um, TV or their phone. Multiple clients who, after they have their baby, they come in, and they always ask me, they're like, is it okay that I bring my baby? I said, honestly, the way I've set it up is I said, until they are moving around and they are not strapped into something, you are welcome to bring them. I said, and then there's going to be about a three-year period. You're not going to want to bring them because it's going to make your appointment really hard on you. And I said, mm -hmm. because I can't have them running around for their own safety. Mm -hmm. And I said... And I'm and not then a babysitter no. because I'm not in the room. Like, right. if I'm out here with the client, I don't... It's not Heidi's job to watch kids. Yeah. Plus, but I tell them, I said, if they're old enough to sit on the couch and be calm and peaceful, they're like, okay. And I said, really, you're going to want a little bit of a time away anyways. Yeah. Majority of them... When the baby is about two, they f have them somewhere. They don't want to bring them to their appointment anyways. Mm -hmm. But I have had a few clients that I have had to tell that I cannot have your child running around here. And they're like, okay. Yeah. And they, they just don't. They get into things they're not supposed to be well, into. they don't want. Or... It's stressful for the parent generally. Yes. And, you know, so, but I've had to have those conversations and tell them that, I mean, realistically, it is for the child's safety. Yeah. It is. I do not. And for anybody else, we don't need to watch and make sure they aren't running out into the street. No. They need to be in a place where they are safe. Yeah. Totally agree. So, and then, you know, and that's a, that's also a decision that you can make. Like, do you even want to work in a kid-friendly salon? Do you, right. you know, so those, those are things you have to think about, but you have to know how to have the conversation. Right. You have to know, you know, like, you know, like, you know, your kid, your, your client's kid, like, knocked over my thing and broke it right like, like we definitely are kid friendly with restrictions yeah like, i mean i you know your kid can't be crazy they just no. can't and we have had those conversations with those clients yes and they are more than happy to oblige because they want to continue to come to the appointments yeah exactly okay um so i don't i mean i think i mean i think we really covered it just yeah. be decent don't if you don't want someone going through your stuff, don't go through theirs. Exactly. And really lead by example. You know, be kinder, be nicer, offer to help people. Say, hey, you know, I'm folding towels. Do you need towels? Because if you can start instilling that type of behavior, 
people will model it. They will. And, um, you know, and if there's someone in the salon who's completely just not yeah. a great person, you know, it may be time for that someone to have a conversation with that person. But you can also, like my mother always said, kill them with kindness. Yes. Because really all that it's all that's probably going to happen is if everyone else is getting along, not caddy getting along, not anything, just really getting along and working as a team, that one person's probably going to find somewhere else anyways. Yeah. Or go with, or go with the flow. Right. They're either going to figure it out and relax a little and yeah. be a team player because even if you are a booth renter, you're a team. You have you're to. You're part of a team and you have to be a team player. Well, and you have to understand you may rent your booth, but unless you're renting a private room, you don't have privacy. No. So, I mean, you, your personal things are yours. Right. But you, like conversation wise, everyone's going to hear your conversation. Right. So, you know, do the things you need to do. Clean up after yourself. Right. Make sure that you are, you know, um, cleaning up your hair or your polish or right. your nail dust. Um, if you take turns cleaning the salon, make sure you clean the salon just as well as anyone else cleans the Absolutely. salon. Absolutely. You know, like things just need to be done um, as a team. And yeah, don't expect anyone to pull your weight. Everybody yeah. should just pull their own weight. The salon will run very well. Um very good, I guess. Yeah. Um, and that's really, there's not a lot more to say on that. Just be a no. decent human. And it's kind of sad that we have to say it. But it's just, but, you know, it's kind of a, just a rare reminder that well, we can get kind of wrapped up in ourselves a little bit. Well, and this industry ten, has, in the past, has really tended to be a little more um, catty and not as... We are all taught that we're competition yeah, and not colleagues. So if we can start changing that, and it's going to take every single one of us, mm -hmm. we have to change that so that each environment is a team yeah, and is a place of growth yeah, and not a place where we're tearing each other down no. just so that I'm more popular than you for 10 minutes because well, in the long run, we're all falling off well, the Well, and your clients aren't like, I, I don't want to go in and like listen to all of that crap. No. No. I mean, I, you will find clients who love that kind of stuff, but I, I really, there will be clients that you won't have that will, would have paid you more or tipped you more for services that you don't get because of the environment that you're working in. Right. So, you know, be aware yep. and don't be afraid to have those. Stand up, be strong, be confident, but also be very giving and kind. But don't be afraid to have the conversations no. that need to be had. Do not hold all of that stuff in and then one day explode on somebody. No. Like, have the conversation. Right away. Yeah. Just say, you know, I don't mind that you do this, but please, in the future, don't do it without asking me. Right. Oh, okay. And, yeah. you know, hopefully the other person will take it in a very non-threatening manner because some people are very threatened by everything. Yeah. But you'll probably know that anyways. Well, and you can't right handle away. how somebody else takes it. No. But if you don't tell that person how you're feeling or what's going on, then they can't resolve anything. Well, it's any relationship is like that. If you exactly. do not communicate, your relationship will fall apart. Fall apart with everything. Your children, your partner, your spouse, your business partner, your colleagues. If mm -hmm. you do not communicate, nothing works. Exactly. So. so just remember, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. Absolutely. Have a nice day, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we'll see you next time.